back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 939. Stepped forward and laid my hand lightly on her arm. She didn't pull away as I half expected. She simply looked down at my hand. I'm waiting for a quip here, I teased gently. You're usually quicker than this. I don't think I can match wits with you right now, she said. I never suspected you could match wits with me, I said, but I do like a little banter now and then. Devi gave a ghost of a smile, a little color coming back to her cheeks. You're a horse's ass, she said. That's more like it, I said encouragingly as I drew her out of the doorway into the bright autumn afternoon. I knew you had it in you. The two of us walked to a nearby inn, and with the help of a short beer and a long lunch, Devi recovered from the shock of seeing me alive. Soon she was her usual sharp-tongued self again, and we bantered back and forth over mugs of spiced cider. Afterward, we strolled back to her rooms behind the butcher shop, where Devi discovered she'd forgotten to lock her door. Merciful tell you, she said once we were inside, looking around frantically. That's a first. Looking around, I saw that little had changed in her room since I'd last seen them, though her second set of bookshelves was almost half full. I looked over the titles as Devi searched the other rooms to make sure nothing was missing. Anything you'd like to borrow? she asked as she came back into the room. Actually, I said, I have something for you. I set my travel sack on her desk and rooted around until I found a flat rectangular package wrapped in oilskin and tied with twine. I moved my travel sack onto the floor and put the package on the desk, nudging it toward her. Devi approached the desk wearing a dubious expression, then sat down and unwrapped the parcel. Inside was the copy of Kellum Tintur I'd stolen from Codicus's library. Not a particularly rare book, but a useful resource for an alchemist exiled from the archives. Not that I knew anything about alchemy, of course. Devi looked down at it. And what's this for? she asked. I laughed. It's a present, she eyed me narrowly. If you think this will get you an extension on your loan. That's the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Welcome back, Jeremy. Okay. Good to be back. Wait, I got. we gotta wait. No, it's okay. I was just really excited to start. But we should welcome Jeremy back. It's only fair. It is only fair, but now you've welcomed me, so Jordana, you seem very excited. Okay, so she does. he does still have a loan with her, so she does still have his blood and everything's fine? We'll, we'll see on the next page. So Jeremy, you, you missed this conversation, but it seems to me that she has not returned his blood, and skipping ahead, I'm not sure the blood gets returned to him. And I think it's odd that Quoth would forget that she has the blood. So I'm sort of trying to piece together what's happening in this scene to see if I can make it make sense. The first thing I want to talk about is the business with the door. It passes pretty much unremarked. Like Quoth doesn't seem to think much of it. And Debbie, you know, bustles off to make to the other room to make sure that nothing is uh, her other rooms to make sure nothing was missing. Yeah, so Debbie is out of sight for a minute. There's a theory online that there's someone meeting with her when Quoth meets her on the previous page and that that person is hiding and then escapes while they're away, which is why the door is left ajar. But that doesn't work for me because she invites him in. If there was someone she was hiding, she wouldn't have invited him in. She would have said, let's go talk outside right away to give them space to leave. The other option is that someone has broken in and, you know, taken something. The Another option is that she has contrived this so that there is some deniability for the fact that the blood is missing. And the final one is simply that she's so discombobulated uh, at seeing Quoth alive that she's just forgotten to, she's just out of sorts and has forgotten to lock the door for the first time ever. Yeah. Now, you know me, I'm a 
big the curtains are just blue kind of guy but i i even i don't quite buy that i i think of those four possibilities i do like the notion that this is her covering her ass for why the blood is missing because i kind of think that if she thinks he's been dead for nine months then she's probably assumed that he's not going to come back and pay that loan off because he's dead so what harm would there be in like you know giving his blood to somebody you know what what could they do with it he's dead yes especially when it is it's a high a high price that she wants to drive for it i think that's extremely likely and i think that's why she's so discombobulated not just that he's alive but also she's going oh shit yeah that's how it reads to me exactly and so let's keep an eye out like i said it seems odd to me that quote doesn't seem to remember that the blood doesn't get returned the other thing that is worth mentioning is that she's kept his talent pipes all this time and the blood was sealed with his talent pipes as a stopper so she's had the means to open and reseal the blood all this time if it ever came to that not that i think that ends up being sorry he used the talent pipes to seal it she doesn't have his talent pipes though she does. She he, she has the talent pipes as part of the. Oh, that was his collateral. Loan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Collateral. Yeah. We'll see the inventory on. I think the next page. So maybe we can wait until then. Hmm. Is Kellen Tincture the book that he's trying to make Bast read? Yes. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Cannot cannot verify or what could verify, but I'm lazy. Uh, but I think so. Now, do you think that when he kept that book from Codicus's library, he kept it as a present for Debbie because he knew she wanted a copy? Could be. I, like I said, at the time, he doesn't mention what book it is. So like, when when he takes it, he just says, I stole a book. So I almost wonder if Rothfuss was like, eh, I'll just, you know, he'll have a convenient book ready whenever he needs it. Oh, like in like in Dungeon World when you're a wizard and you just have a bag of books and you can pull out a book on whatever topic you want. Exactly. Or like in uh, Blades in the Dark, when you say, actually, we did this flashback, and then you do the scene where you do the thing. Yeah, but you know what? I actually think that this was carefully set up because he, like, I think it's a little too convenient that you've got a character who want, desperately wants access to the archives and can't get it. And a sympathist, sympathist library left behind where no one's really going to go poking through those books except for Kvothe. I think that this was set up from the moment that, you know, I think at some point in drafting this, Rothfuss was like, oh, I can have Quoth give Debbie one of Codicus's books. She wants this book. I'm going to set it up. And the fact that Quoth doesn't mention what book it is, is, you know, foreshadowing. It's mystery. It's something we can go back and look at and go, aha, clever Rothfuss. The other piece, perhaps, is that it's re- it's uh, continuing to mix the ideas of alchemy and Davy in our minds, uh, because she gets the book on alchemy. Both goes, I don't know anything about alchemy. His blood is presumably used in the alchemy, so maybe it's uh, a bit of work being done to reinforce like Davy and alchemy are connected. I would also like to make a small interlude to uh, say that Jeremy did not use the right verbiage. It is well done, Rothfuss. Not I, that's true. <laughs> I, I regret the error. Yeah, normally I prefer my meat rare, but when it comes to Rothfuss, I don't mind well done, Rothfuss. Uh, it's also worth pointing out, and perhaps you talked about this on the previous page, but Devi is like caught really flat-footed here, and now their their roles are almost reversed from the banter that they used to have, because Kvothe is the one who's kind of he's being a bit flirtatious. He's being his charming, clever self. And she is a little like taken aback and struggling to keep up. 
And I think that is another mark of like the confidence he's gained on his many travels. Uh, and, you know, particularly his. It's also because she thought he was dead, right? Yeah, like, yes, for sure. Okay. And I would say for the first time in their relationship, he doesn't need anything from her. Yeah, that's true. He has all the sort of conversational cards, but I think he couldn't be this confident with her if he hadn't had all the experiences he's had since he left. I gotta agree with that. Reasonable. She, she like propositioned him before he left and he turned her down for a variety of reasons. But I think one of those reasons is like, he like doesn't, didn't know how to respond to a woman coming on to him. And now he's like kind of coming on to her. Yeah, a little bit. He's certainly, it's like a bit of friendly flirting. Yeah, like mostly on the last page, honestly. Is there anything else we want to get to on this page? Not on this page. I feel like the final page will tie it all together. Yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow's page. But we have a letter here from a new writer, a new addition to our community on Discord. This late in the game, this is exciting. Well, we finally added the Discord link to our metadata. Uh, so now anyone from anywhere can join the discord rather than having to find it pinned on our twitter page i'm gonna say the community lives on that's right (laughs) this is from sphinx who writes hello beep boops because you're pagers page 934 i was pausing for a laugh there yeah that that joke that joke won't make sense to anyone who's like not a millennial like anyone who's gen z i'm a millennial and i don't get it do you know what a pager is jordana Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. That's the reaction I think Sphinx was hoping for. So I'm glad you got it. Also, great epithet. On page nine three four, you're talking about Quoth coming back from seeing the mayor and his friends, finding out he's alive. At one point, you surmise that Anchors is keeping the room for Quoth because he hopes he comes back. But this is unlikely, as Anchors himself states when Quoth buys the rooms from him that he'd just as likely give him the rooms just to snub Ambrose. But they settle on their deal. It's more likely that he has heard news of Quoth's passing. However, as he stated when he spoke to Quoth about buying the rooms as well, he, quote, just uses it as storage. So it's not likely he'd have much use for it, whether Quoth came back or not. Possibly he'd give it a year and a day to see if maybe he surfaced and could keep his deal going. Signed, Sphinx. Yeah, totally. If I had been here, I would have smacked some sense into you. He can't, it's, it's, he hasn't rented it because it's useless. It's only useful to a little ravel foundling it's not useless it's a storage room he could store stuff in it where is he storing the stuff that he used to store in it he's storing both stuff there now maybe he downsized and is doing the marie kondo thing maybe Uh, he's keeping it like like uh you know untouched you know you have the missing family member whose room is there and you're keeping it for them in case they return maybe anchors really cared for quote actually that's that's one of the things we put forward on the episode that we recorded i don't think so i'm pretty <laughs> sure i pretty sure i just came up with that pretty sure i'm uh, i'm an insightful character here you are an insightful character but you're stealing insight valor from Jordana and i and i won't tolerate I don't mind. it insight valor is a good name for like a future ship and so, like, not quite a 40k style world, but like, what's his name? Ian Banks, yeah, in one of those Ian Banks culture novels. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was like it was day 635 aboard the Insight Valor, mm-hmm. mutiny on the Insight Valor. Damn, I, I'm gonna write this. Story. Yeah, I was like, mutiny on the Insight Valor sounds like a great story title. <laughs> All right, uh, copyright, trademark, uh, patent pending, patent pending, and we'll pen that patent on tomorrow's page. Uh, wind <laughs>